Hello and welcome into Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson, presented by We the Patriots USA. Thank you for watching us on the We the Patriots USA Rumble channel and Red Voice Media, and for listening on New Hampshire Family Radio, WLMW 90.7 FM, Manchester, New Hampshire, KKVV Radio in Las Vegas, Real Talk 93.3, The Voice of Freedom in St. Louis, and anywhere you listen to your podcasts. If you'd like us on your station, email us at Taryn at WeThePatriotsUSA.org. You are hearing it here today first on Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson, the exclusive breaking news with Dr. James Thorpe, OBGYN, who has been one of the main dissenting voices of the COVID-19 vaccination or shot and the adverse reactions that have been occurring in women and specifically in pregnant women and in his OBGYN patients. And he was fired, unfortunately, just a month ago in July from SSM Health in St. Louis. And he today is showcasing the documents and the discovery that he made on the CDC's website showcasing that the SSM Health in St. Louis took $135 million in COVID relief funds and that whole system did. And it is key in his story because he is just one of few that have been speaking out about the tragedies that he's been seeing from the shot. He goes on, everyone thinks that this pandemic is over, but he was just fired this summer, you guys, just fired for speaking out. They cited though, that the reason for his firing was for financial reasons. Well, they've gotten millions of dollars from from the government uh, in COVID-19 subsidies. So we're going to dive into this and we're going to dive into the timeline of the corruption that has taken place that he has uncovered through FOIA documents from the HHS Health and Human Services to the American College of OBGYNs and so much more that has that has taken place. But this is breaking news and we are honored to have him on the show today. We are going to hear from him in just a moment after our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by The Carnivore Bar, providing a fuel source for ancestral, carnivore, paleo, and keto eaters who value their on-the-go autonomy without sacrificing quality nutrition. Visit carnivorebar.com for more information. This episode is brought to you by The Freedom People, providing comprehensive solutions for individuals and businesses to take control and protect their freedoms. Visit thefreedompeople.org to reclaim your freedoms. Where do we go from here? Because the battle has just begun. As eyes open, we continue to arm ourselves with the truth in all aspects of our lives, asking questions and relentlessly searching for answers educating ourselves and forging a new path forward here from real people faithfully pursuing freedom this is faithful freedom with taryn gregson presented by we the patriots usa a nonprofit 501c3 organization working to preserve and reclaim our god-given inalienable rights Dr. Thorpe, thank you so much for joining us and for doing all of the work to uncover what's been happening in the depths of our government and these organizations. Taryn, thank you so much, Ms. Taryn, for having me on your uh, illustrious platform. And I so much appreciate your ministry and really vocalizing and broadcasting truth um, at your own expense 
and what's happened to you professionally. So I think you have an incredible insight into what's happening to the healthcare professionals. Thank you for that. Well, thank you for for speaking out. And, you know, you and I have um, been working together a lot on all of this because I know what it's like to be a pregnant woman, to walk into that OBGYN's office and be pressured to get the COVID shot during the pandemic. And now, thanks to the work that you and your wife, Maggie, and, you know, several other fantastic OBGYNs that that we have the privilege of, of working with have uncovered just why that pressure came down. And it all had to do with the money that they were receiving. And that we're going to dive into that timeline. And that has led us up to the position that we're in now and that you find yourself in. You know, we're so sorry that you recently lost your job after being one of the nation's top OBGYNs in SSM healthcare in the St. Louis area let you go in July. Yeah, actually, that's correct. Um, June 29th, um, it, which was a Thursday afternoon at uh, 1 p.m., um, I had an appointment uh, with with Mr. Elledge, the CEO, and, and actually he didn't call until 1.05. But yeah, we can delve into all the specifics of that. Absolutely. We'll talk about that. But I, as you said, the timeline is so important that people understand. And you sent me over, you have a wonderful Substack that you have started uh, on, um, on Substack. And I love that it is called Freedom and Truth, for you created my innermost being, you knit me together in my mother's womb. Psalm 139.14 is what you showcase there on your Substack. And you've, you've put together these timelines. So we'll start from the beginning for people that are just you know coming to Faithful Freedom and seeing everything that happened um, for you, I think that you that you pulled up here for us this the Shimbaruku paper that was published in the New England Journal of Medicine that kind of kicked it all off, didn't it? Well, you know, actually, Taryn, I'd I'd like to go back, sure, maybe a year before that, and just describe the um, say May of 2020, mm -hmm. and I want to just depict. I, I don't have a slide, but I have. I, I'm very knowledgeable of, of this journal, but the Lancet um, and, and the New England Journal of Medicine are probably have been revered, uh, revered, I should say, um, by many world um, authorities that are um, don't really see the corruption taking place, heralded as the most prestigious medical journals of the world. Mm -hmm. So one is from um, England and one is from New England. Um, in essence. So let's talk about that. But before we talk about that, let's talk about exactly the history of the capture of all these medical journals. Sure. You know, it's it's accelerated here in the pandemic and the years before the pandemic, but this is nothing new. Let's look at Dr. Marsha Angle, A-N-G-E-L-L. As far back as 30 years ago and 20 years ago, she portrayed, she uncovered the horrible corruption and the corporate kleptocratic stranglehold and intermingling of uh, these journals with the pharma. And, and most of them are, the majority of their revenue is from pharma. So they're completely captured by pharma. So what do they do? Let's talk about this because it's very serious. This is very, very serious, um, really third degree murder by definition. 
So what did they do? Um, they decided in 20, uh, in, in early 2020, they probably decided years before the pandemic that this was engineered. So they knew the only way that they could roll out these extraordinarily dangerous novel, they're not even vaccines, they're gene products. Um, and, and by the way, that's an important distinct, you know, people say, call it what it is. Well, it's not a vaccine. No. And why do I say experimental gene therapy? Because that's what it is. And it's a much more rigorous um, uh, validation safety process for a gene product than it is for a regular vaccine, much worse. So that's number one. Number two, in order to get the emergency use authorization, they had to destroy, they had to literally destroy the reputation of hydroxychloroquine. Now, I was very familiar with hydroxychloroquine because I've used it for 40 years in pregnancy. Plaquenil, 200 milligrams twice a day. It's known to be very safe and very effective. And if that's not bad enough, I, I had knowledge in 2005 um, because I did my homework. Um, and, and I knew and I followed, um, since I followed Plaquenil, that in 2005, there's an incredible article uh, on chloroquine documenting that it was extraordinarily safe and effective against SARS-CoV-1. Now, that was known. So now we fast forward to um, 2020 in May, I believe, The Lancet, a physician, a, a cardiologist, his name was Dr. Mandeep Mehra, M-E-H-R-A. And what he did was publish, and, and I'm, I'm gonna call Mandeep out, uh, but I'm gonna give him some grace. Um, because I think that this was foisted by a ghost-written article from the pharmaceutical company, um, I believe. And um, we've presented that in Disaster Capitalism, uh, that part one of our series, and published that. But, but basically, they took, allegedly had 90,000 patients in, I think, May of 2020. 90,000 patients from multiple countries all over the world in the continents. I'm gonna um, have you pick up there in just a moment. We have to pitch to break here on Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson. We'll be back in just a moment. And as we do so, we encourage you to commit to 10 this month at wethepatriotsusa.org. Donate and commit to 10 so we can take on more cases here and continue to bring you faithful freedom with Taryn Gregson presented by We the Patriots USA and breaking stories like this as we welcome back in Dr. James Thorpe, who is here to speak on um, what he has uncovered from the uh, CDC's website and all of the COVID relief funds that SSM Health in St. Louis took despite all this money that they took, despite the fact that they just fired you this summer, citing that they uh, citing financial reasons, yet they have all this COVID relief money, and you are just one of few OBGYNs in the country speaking out on this. So please, Dr. Thorpe, continue on what uh, the Lancet paper and the study, excuse me, showed us. What what they did, Taryn, was fraudulently, falsely published this ninety thousand patient, you know. Uh, uh, flagship journal of the of the corrupt military medical industrial complex. And in 2020 in May, they blasted it out, published it. Nobody, nobody in the history of medicine could ever do a study that voluminous and that extensive and put the data together in, in the first five months 
That's impossible. It would take a year just to get it adequately reviewed and vetted. It was immediately published. We all knew it was fraudulent. We called them out. And guess what? It was fraudulent. They retracted it. They didn't retract it until October of 2020. But here's the deal. Every single country and every single study through the World Health Organization, every continent, it, as soon as that was published, it was abruptly stopped. Every single study, the whole utilization in the world. Now, when it was retracted and we documented it was fraudulent, nothing, crickets. The damage was already done. The yellow brick road paving the way to the illegal implementation of the EUA, the emergency authorization um, uh, rule, was was fraudulent. There, it has for the EUA to be invoked. There can't be other reasonable treatments. So what they did was they they impugned the drug and they took it off the table and they didn't allow me or anybody else to prescribe it. And they ingrained in everybody's head all over the world that it was dangerous, had cardiac toxicity, which is nonsense. Maggie and I documented, and I should have given you this uh, this slide. We captured five years ago on the CDC and FDA website bragging about the safety of hydroxychloroquine. And wouldn't you know, it disappeared. But it didn't disappear from, from Maggie's perspective. She hunted it down and she found it. And we have it and we can bring it up today saying this is so safe, bragging about the safety and efficacy in pregnancy, all trimesters of pregnancy, in breastfeeding women, in children. It's safe and effective. Voila, it's gone. Now let's fast forward to that timeline. So that sets the stage. Now we go to December 14th, 2020, way over to the left there. And this is the beginning uh, of, of the timeline. And what we see the timeline there is that was the beginning of the 10 weeks. Um, actually, it was 12 weeks from December 1st, uh, 2020 until February 28th, 2021. That's 12 weeks, three months. But the actual shipment was, was in early December, but they didn't start injecting patients until December 14th. So December 14th, to February 28th, 2021 is 10 weeks. Um, and, and we'll show you this on subsequent slides. Um, in that was the, there we go, on page seven, you can bring it up. Any of your listeners can go and just Google, uh, not Google, it, it'll block it, but DuckDuckGo. Yeah, Pfizer, search engine, search it, uh-huh. Yeah, Pfizer 5.3.6 PHMPT. It'll bring it right up and go to page seven. This is page seven. This is the deadliest drug ever rolled out, ever rolled out, whether you call it a drug, a vaccine, a gene therapy product, if you call it a, a medicine, doesn't matter what you call it. It's the deadliest um, medical intervention ever rolled out in the history of medicine. Um, look at it's. It, there were 1,223 dead people after the vaccine. Most of those occurred within two weeks, um, just in 10 weeks. That's unprecedented. Now, and proportionately, proportionately, disproportionately, excuse me, of adverse events in women, almost 30,000 women had mm -hmm. adverse reactions. Very important observation. Very important observation. And if we go to the next slide in that same Pfizer data set, 
what do we see here? First of all, let's, for starters, Taryn, pregnant women were not even allowed to take this. In fact, they didn't include pregnant women in any of their phase one, phase two, or phase three clinical trials, period. So there were, there were not supposed to be any pregnant women getting this on rollout, but there were. And here's what they showed. It was devastating. Um, it was absolutely devastating. There's an 81% miscarriage rate. There is a five-fold increase in stillbirth rate. There is a 7.9-fold increase in neonatal death rate. There's a 14.7% uh, risk of adverse complications in the newborns breastfeeding after these mothers that were vaccinated. So this is what we knew. Um, and, and if you go um, either slide forward or slide backward um, to that timeline, here we go. So you see that February 28th, 2021, um, that was the end of the 90-day rollout. And that was the deadliest drug with horrible obstetric uh, outcomes. And this was, I had this data. The CDC had this data. HHS had this data. Uh, you know, the deputy secretary of uh, HHS, Mark Weber, assistant deputy secretary of the Department of Health and Human Services of the United States of America, had this data. Pfizer had this data. So if, if you go back to that timeline just one more time, and I'm sorry, if you go back to February 1st, ACOG was awarded one of three cooperative agreement awards at that time for $11 million dollars. Um, in February 1st. So that's interesting. Now we go to that uh, the, the Pfizer rollout. Um, let's go back because I want to go through this timeline. Um, so we see that um, what did the HHS and CDC do? Okay, look at on February 28th. Look at, they knew it was the deadliest drug ever rolled out. Did they um, confess up and did, were they transparent? No. They tried to bury that data for 75 years, Taryn. And instead of admitting and ripping that uh, deadliest drug ever off the market, no, they doubled down just like they're doing with me, firing me and many other physicians, even now. They doubled down and they took $13 billion of our taxpayer money. And the Deputy Secretary uh, of the HHS, uh, Mark Weber, rolled out a $13 billion um, psychological operations operation for to delude the entire world that this was safe, effective, and necessary in pregnancy. That's what he did. He bribed, in essence, you call it a non-repayable grant, but $13 billion to about 300 major influencing organizations, including the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists. This is this is murder. It this is. is, and we'll be back, and we'll talk further about this in just a moment here on Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson. And our breaking news case update for you from We the Patriots USA: the Second Circuit upheld upheld the dismissal of the challenge to Connecticut's religious exemption 
renewal. And so we, the Patriots USA, we are vowing to appeal to the U.S. Supreme Court. We are going to get that right back for the kids in the state of Connecticut to have religious and philosophical exemptions to be able to go to school. We are fighting here at wethepatriotsusa.org. And now we are back with Dr. Thorpe. It is, it is, um, there's no other way to sugarcoat it that these people knew exactly what they were doing. And you were one of the few people that were speaking out, especially in the OBGYN case, OBGYN world, I should say. And now here you are, um, you, you spoke out all throughout it. And then all of a sudden they decide here now in the summer of 2023 to finally let you go. Um, it's crazy how this continues to have impacts um, even after it's so-called over the pandemic. So let's continue on with the um, with what we are uncovering through how, these documents. How about the slide? Why did they target my women of reproductive mm -hmm. age and pregnant women? Let's yeah, I didn't. I don't oh, have that slide, but let's talk about it because I think it is so key as a woman. I, ex I know where you're going with this, and I completely agree with you. They're playing on the emotions of moms and women that are trying to do everything they can to protect their children. That's absolutely right. There's two reasons. Number one, marketing reason, and Mark, uh, Mark mm -hmm. Weber bragged about this, you know, like Scott Gottlieb turning out of the FDA and then going into the board of directors at Pfizer. Uh, Mark Weber did the same thing. They do their dirty work in their then revolving door and they go out and they act as um, pimps uh, and prostitutes, if you will, in the pharmaceutical companies. And that's what happened to Mark Weber. And, and he bragged about this. So um, so what what we did, those people that got the grants, what we've proven, Maggie and I have proven this year by a Freedom of Information Act request that American College of OBGYN, um, we got 1400 pages. 50% were redacted. They took at least $11 million and we documented that they signed an agreement that they were not allowed to deviate from the narrative of the HHS and CDC. And had they done so, they would have had to pay every penny back. So to this very day, it explains exactly. And I would suggest to you that, I would suggest to you that these monies that we just uncovered for SSM Health, it's just astounding. Um, it is mind boggling that SSM Health, apparently, according to the CDC on HHS website, which is documented by an investigator attorney, listen, they took $135 million for just one facility, SSM Health St. Louis. If you look at all of their 13 facilities in that region, they took three over 309 million. That's almost a third of a billion dollars. I suspect that each one of those recipients, I suspect that SSM Health um, signed the same contract that the American College of OBGYN and by the way, I'll put a plug in for my new Substack, which is Freedom and Truth. Um, there's a five-part series uh, that, that I would urge your listeners to go to. I've termed the name of this contract, uh, since I'm a student of the Bible, and especially a student of eschatology of end times, um, the Holy Spirit put a name for this covenant 
this, this contract in my mind. And it comes right out of Isaiah chapter 28, verses 15 to 18, where it talks about in the end days, there will be a covenant with death. That's what I've turned my substack is named the covenant with death, part one, part two, part three, part four, and part five will be out tomorrow or this weekend. So did SSM Health sign this covenant with death? Um, well, what I'd like to do is I'd like to talk with Miss um, uh, Laura Kaiser, Laura Kaiser, who's the CEO. And by the way, I worked with her. Uh, she was a CEO over here in Pensacola. So, so I know Laura, I've met her. Um, and um, she wasn't the one that fired me. Um, she actually, I, I suspect, had one of her underling CEOs, a gentleman by the name of Kevin Elledge, who actually um, said that he wanted to call me, talk to me in an email and um, said, I just an introductory, you know, I thought it was like an attaboy kind of thing because I was doing good work. And um, But I, I was very suspicious. So, of course, I had my wife and attorney listen to the entire conversation. We didn't record it because arguably that could be in a legal gray area. So we didn't do that. We don't have a recording, but we have, it's essentially recorded because we have better, we have notes and I have all of those. So what what he did for, he called me up at, at 1.05 PM on Thursday, June 29th in the afternoon. And I was busy seeing patients all the way up until then. and. Um, for 30 minutes on the phone, he lauded me. He praised me as being an incredible human being, having um, you know incredible ethical, moral, and intellectual integrity. He complimented and used the words, you're a model physician that we have for our system. He went on and on about this um, and for 30 minutes and then said, well, we do have some bad news here. We're going to have to invoke the no cause termination, 120 day agreement. Um, I said, okay, well, that's fine. I, you know, three times I said, are you sure it's, that's why you're firing me? He said, oh yeah, yeah. Everybody loves you up here and yada, yada. And, um, and by the way, I should say that he told me that the three, uh, my three immediate um, supervisors made the decision. And listen, I love all these people back at SSM. I even love the administration. I have incredible relationships back there. So I, I don't, um, I just want to speak the facts. I don't want to name any names except for Laura Kaiser, who's ultimately responsible for this. And I'd like to invite her on your show here with Kevin Elledge. And I'd really like to just have a really loving, pleasant, collegial discussion so that they can present their side. Um, so Laura, um, please come on and let's talk about this. And Laura, the question that I would ask for you and Kevin um, is, is, is it accurate that you took $135 million just for your one hospital? And if you took that money, Laura Kaiser, were there any strings attached to it? Like the contract that I call the covenant with death that the American College of OBGYN was mandated to sign. So I, I just really want you to help me with that and help Taryn and help the American people in the whole world understand because I have several insiders um, in the organization still, and I was heralded as the number one money maker of the department by far and away. Mm -hmm. I read 27,500 scans in just four and a half years. That doesn't even include all the consultations I've done. 
Uh, and by the records that people have given me, that's five times more than some of my younger partners. Um, and nobody came close to that. The only person that came close to that, I read twofold more than that individual did. So I was the number one moneymaker of the department. And if that weren't interestingly enough, uh, do your own due diligence, um, this is supposed to be an academic department. Nobody has anywhere near the number of publications I do on COVID alone. I publish, you know, close to 45 or 50 now in just three years. I've had over 220 publications my career. So nobody in that department has seen as many pregnant patients as me. Nobody in that department has published anywhere near as much as I have. So I'm the number one money producer for the department, yet they make the decision to fire me. Hmm, that's interesting. Uh, can you help me understand that? Or maybe I have my numbers wrong, Mr. Kevin Elledge or Miss Laura Kaiser. That's what I'd really like to talk to you about. Um, and, and I think it's really important. I, as I told Mr. Elledge in this interview, we're in perilous times, Kevin and Laura, and I can help you out of this. The truth will set you free. Um, and it's very important to be truthful with our patient population, our vulnerable patient population there in the Midwest. Uh, and by the way, for all of those of you who are in the system out there, um, especially under SSM Health, I want you to ask Laura Kaiser and Kevin Elledge and every doctor and nurse and administrator in those systems, I want you to ask them one question. Are you willing to lose your job to save my life or save my baby's life? Now, if they're telling you that, oh, yes, that's the Hippocratic Oath, um, that's not the case. I would suspect that that's false because I know these people and they're all captured by their paychecks. And if they deviate from the narrative, they'll be fired, even if they're squeaky clean, incredibly productive, incredibly loved, like I am, like I was it, with my family at SSM Health. So that's an important question. The next important question I have for you, Ms. Kaiser and Mr. Elledge, is why wasn't there an academic debate? You had all my publications. You saw me on Tucker Carlson. You tried to thwart my interview with Tucker Carlson when he tried calling and looking for my number. You told all my staff not to give him my information. You saw me in the Senate in Washington, D.C., uh, with Senator Ron Johnson. You've seen me testify on hundreds of platforms. I've given you all of my publications. Certainly you read them, didn't you, Laura? Didn't you, Kevin? Didn't you all the doctors and nurses in the system? If not, if you didn't, why didn't you? That's part of your responsibility. Why didn't you read that? And why didn't you engage me like real academicians this is not academics, this is fascism. This is pure and simple fascism when you suppress another individual like myself and you suppress my interpretation of the data that's extensively published from your own government. This is not academia, folks. This is fascism. 
Thank you so much for pointing that out because we are on the radio in Missouri and in the St. Louis area and people have the right to know the truth and be able, you know, you can go for yourself and, and look on the CDC's website. We will put the link for it in the show notes on the We the Patriots USA Rumble channel for people to see right from the CDC's website. I took this off the CDC's website. You shared it with me and I went to the website myself and you can see the the money there. And, um, you know, from my perspective as someone who's been, you know, gracious enough to be helping to sound the alarm alongside you for pregnant women everywhere, you've been speaking out on this um, for so long. And it just seems like such strange timing um, after all of this for them to come in here in June and in the end of June 2023 to fire you. So we're going to talk more about that in just a moment here on Faithful Freedom with Taryn Grayson presented by We the Patriots USA. And right now, back to school, you can head to TarynGregson.com and under the resource sections, we have exemptions by state for you on there. You can go on. We have a link to every single, all states but five, allow philosophical or religious exemptions for your child to go back to school from their vaccination. So you can head to TarynGregson.com and do that. Did you also know that each state has a tracking system? That's right. They are tracking your child's vaccinations. So you can go to TarynGregson.com to get that today. We're welcoming back James Thorpe, Dr. James Thorpe, um, to Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson, who is um, sounding the alarm on everything that's been happening uh, behind the scenes as far as grant money goes and the suppression of information when it comes to pregnancy data and the COVID-19 shot. Dr. Thorpe, thank you so much for coming on and for showing us this SSM um, money that they that they got from the COVID-19 relief fund and how that does, and there's no doubt there's a connection to that and the fact that they just fired you, a very accomplished uh, physician, a very accomplished OBGYN, and they just fired you here this summer. So thank you for showing us this data. You know, what, what I'd like to describe is kind of the mess the horrible, um, fraudulent uh, corruption of all of the healthcare systems in, in the United States of America. I, I, I suspect most of the larger systems have uh, taken similar monies, and I suspect most of them have signed the contract. But let's talk about what these healthcare systems have done. Let me tell you what they've done. Do you know what the annual healthcare cost per year in the United States of America is? It's $4.1 trillion. And that $4.1 trillion per year, 90% of it goes to what? To treating, or really there's no treatment for chronic illnesses, chronic diseases, which this healthcare system has caused by their insane management. They're sick. They want to keep people sick. They're not interested in your health. They're interested in their bottom dollar line. And that's really catastrophic because, listen, if you compare our health grades, let's take a country that's four times larger than ours, India. Um, if you break that $4.1 trillion per capita, you're looking at about 1200 per capita per annum in the United States of America versus like $62 per India, and they do much better than us. So clearly, we are corrupt. 
Um, all this money we're spending uh, is not helping patients get well. And so this is important because I'm really honored, you know, within seven days of um, uh, Laura Kaiser and Kevin Elledge firing me, um, I like to refer to it as they Tucker Carlsonized me because that's exactly what they did. Um, mm -hmm. I don't believe for a moment that they fired me because they're having financial difficulties. But I do want to love them and give them grace um, because, because you know what? They didn't want to fire me. They had to fire me. Somebody told them what to do. Somebody at HHS and CDC said, listen, get rid of Thorpe, ax him immediately, or you're probably, you're going to be breaching your contract and have to pay us back that money. Get rid of Thorpe. That's how it's done. And listen, it's not just me. Rennie Moon, Dr. Rennie Moon, the pediatrician, same thing up at University of Washington State School of Medicine, a professor. Same thing with Peter McCullough, Pierre Corey, um, uh, you know, Paul Merrick. I could go on and on and on. This is what happens. It's fine if you're in this administration or you're in the healthcare system and you're a CEO and you can lie. There's nothing wrong with lying. They do it all the time. But don't tell the truth. Uh, like uh, Dr. McCullough and, and I have done, and many others, Dr. Rennie Moon, don't tell the truth or you will be persecuted. Do not break our narrative. So what I'd like to do is I'd like to broaden this panel. Uh, you know, Laura Kaiser, you know, we're, we're friends. I, I mean, we met here in Pensacola when you were CEO here. Uh, please come join me and, and bring Mr. Elledge. And then I'm going to ask uh, you know, one of the seven doors that opened up for me and the job that I was offered, um, I, I'm so proud to be a member of the wellness company. Listen, the wellness company puts their money where their mouth is, okay? And for all these patients that are in these healthcare systems all over the United States of America, fire them, leave them. You're captured in slavery, just like the Jews were in Egypt, cross the Jordan, come over to a parallel healthcare system that flushes the money and the regulation and the corruption down the toilet. There's many of them. The wellness center is one of them. You know, there's FLCCC as another, there's many of them. But I wanna invite my founder, which is Mr. Foster Colson, uh, and also my CEO of the wellness company, which is Mr. Peter Gillily. So I want to have a, a panel with you, Taryn, me, Jim Thorpe, Peter Gillily, Falster Colson, uh, and also um, Mr. Kevin Allage and, and Ms. Laura Kaiser. And, you know, let's just talk about this and, you know, let's really help SSM. Um, let's help them come out of this large hole that they've buried themselves into, because I think it's only going to get worse. Laura and Kevin, unless you come clean. So, so for the American people and the global population, this is how we're dealt with. This is how the people that dare tell the truth and publish the truth, this is how we're persecuted. Um, so I'll leave I, it at They have an open invitation love to do a panel and have um, a great discussion full of grace and, um, you know, willing and love. To, 
and love. and love and and willing to hear all sides. I think that's great. But I do also um, know that God works for a reason. And I know you know that too. And I think that this um, alternative, I, I don't like to call it an alternative, but um, another path forward in medical care is essential and it's crucial. And it's something that us as consumers are crying out for and wanting. So, um, you know, I am grateful that, that you and, and other physicians that are so talented, well accomplished, are now, you know, going out there and breaking free from the shackles of the system and really giving us true health care. So I think that this there is a silver lining to this and in some way, and we'll see the fruits of it, hopefully, in the years to come. Come out of your slavery in Egypt, cross mm -hmm. the Jordan, Follow God. This is a very, very deceptive, sinister, and they don't have your best motives at all, as evidenced by the money. So, you know, I think it's it's very, very important for for the American people to look at this. It's very important that you get treated uh, in a system, a parallel system that is out to make you healthy. It's very, very important. Absolutely. And as we have our final two minutes here on Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson, you know, as someone that has laid it all on the line for the truth, how how have these past, you know, month and a half, how has it been for you? How are you doing? Well, you know, uh, my rock is Jesus. So um, <clears throat> I always get grounded and centered uh, in the truth. And, you know, when you when you speak the truth, Taryn, you know, my father told me before, long before he died, he, he said, you know, he called me Jimbo and he says, Jimbo, he goes, uh, you know, you are a direct descendant. You're a Thorpe McCluskey and you're a direct descendant of William Wallace, Braveheart, and, which I didn't know until the 90s he, when he went over there. And, but before he died, you know, he, he said, Jim, make your life count. And, and I'm making my life count for my mother, for my father, but most importantly, for my patients um, and my children and my grandchildren and my younger colleagues. But, but more importantly, I'm speaking the truth for my God and my creator. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. Um, we are so grateful for you for speaking out. And I know you're doing a lot of wonderful work to help women who have experienced adverse reactions to the shots too, to move forward and come up with solutions for them. People can go to your Substack, uh, The Covenant with Death and Freedom in Truth. And I know I subscribe to it and, and I appreciate all of your, not only what you're uncovering, the corruption, but all of your, your messages that are rooted in scripture. And I think that it's just so fantastic. So thank you so much, Dr. Thorpe. We appreciate it. Please um, also go check him out at the Wellness Company and everything that they are doing over there. Thank you, Dr. Thorpe. Thank you, Ms. Taryn. It's such an honor and privilege to be on your platform. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you all for joining us today on Faithful Freedom with Taryn Grakes. And I encourage you to check out the show notes to see all of these sources yourself. If you enjoy our content, prayerfully consider making a tax-deductible donation at wethepatriotsusa.org so we can continue to power the education arm of our mission that also extends to work to preserve and reclaim our God-given inalienable rights. 
God bless, and thank you from everyone here on Faithful Freedom with Taryn Gregson, presented by We the Patriots USA.